Hello, everyone. This is Anthony Vincent Bova. Welcome to today's podcast. The topic of today is, are you utilizing your work and career or is your work and career utilizing you? And what on earth does all of this have to do with communications? You're listening to Empowering the Communicator, where solutions to unique communication challenges are discovered, connecting you to your audience with influence and impact. With your host, Anthony Vincent Bova, leading communication pain point and solution specialist. Way back, I think it was in the early 90s, maybe maybe mid-90s, yeah, mid-90s, I was dating this woman and she was pretty new to New York. She was in town maybe around six months or so, and she was looking for a lot of work. She was looking for work. She was getting a lot of temp work, and it was she was struggling. It was hard. And finally, she landed this job with this law firm. 90, it was 94. That's when it was. She landed this job with this law firm. She was incredibly excited. And I'll never forget, uh, we'd go out to eat and after a day of work in the beginning, in the first like month or so, and she would say, on, you know, on the, the different personalities in the office and her responsibilities and how important needed she was. And it was, it was, she'd go on and on and on. She was really on this adrenaline high. And I was very excited for her. And quite frankly, it was quite attractive. I find the most attractive thing you that that the, one of the most attractive qualities of anyone is their interest in life. When someone's bored with life, oof, they become unattractive very quickly, at least to me. Their interest in life, their and she was interested. She was very interested in life. And the way we were communicating, it was on this really high vibration dynamic and it was exciting and it was good. And it, and this kind of outlook she had, it really, it, it provoked a lot of wonderful conversations on the possibilities of life, where you can go with it, what you can do. And I'll never forget that stage. It was it was a wonderful stage. And then what happened is about six months or so into it, I would say, so how's work? We'd go out for another dinner. How's work? And she'd say, well, it's good. It, it, it's fine. It's good. You know, I, I, it, I'm glad I'm here. It was it was a shift. There was a shift going on six months in. And then about a year into it, I'd say, so how's work? And she'd say something like, you know what? The pay is okay. Okay to, okay to good. Not good, but in there. And the benefits though are really good. Oh, Okay. And then it was like a year and, I don't know, half, a year, a year and a quarter, a year and a half. How's work? And she'd say, and she'd start naming the names of people who smoked in their office. Remember, this is 1994, I think it was, right? That that happened, yep. 
It probably still happens today in some places, but in New York, less less so, at least in that kind of setting, right? Now there are laws and all that. I think there were laws back then, but anyway. So really, really resentful. She was bitter. And I remember our, just going out to eat was kind of a drag. It was a drag because... She was a she, she. She she hated her day, and she, she coming to dinner wasn't exciting. Going out wasn't exciting because she was completely dragging that day into all of the all of our conversations and and it also had a lot to do in her thoughts and ideas and again you know when you're really sharing time with someone. You got to share exciting. When I mean exciting, I don't mean world-beating topics, but there's got to be something that you really connect on that is pretty cool. And if all of it, or majoritively, majoritively, let me say that again. If it's majoritively depressing, it's hard. It's just difficult, right? And I remember, I remember like saying, "Oof." And then I I also remember saying, geez, it's going to be a whole night of just her being unhappy the whole night. How many more nights? What do you do with this, you know? And this went on and on. And quite frankly, at one point, the relationship ended. I'm not going to say it was exclusively because of her transgression. I'm not going to go there. But what I will say is that I remember that time, and it's a great example on how we communicate. Because when I spoke to her, you know, I I actually kind of called her out. I said, you know what? Let me ask you something. Day one, were they smoking in the office? Yeah. Day one, were they asking you to make copies at the copy, you know, at the copy machine? Yeah. Day one, did they say that on, I forget what it was, on... Tuesdays and Thursdays, you'd have to stay late. Yeah. So really, it's the same job. It's the same thing. Did anyone leave and come in? No. Was there any new, any really significantly new dynamics that have really, no. So really, it's the same job. It's the same, more or less, it's the same thing. And it's okay. It's okay that you're growing out of this. You see? It's really okay. That's life. Actually, that's a good thing. That should compel you to go forward if you're growing out of it. I, you know, I support you on this. I completely support you. This is fantastic. That's great if you're growing out and you're ready for your next step. But let's let's slow up here. You're really carrying on about how bad the job. How bad it was the same job as day one, except day one it saved your butt. Because you were out of work. You had no health insurance. And a year and a half later, you're, se- you're settled in. You're looking at options and how to now make more money and how to be more fulfilled and all of that. And now you feel like the job is using you and you're not utilizing the job. <sighs> all right. Okay. She actually heard it. It was. I'm glad she did because she... Um, Within, I don't know, six months or so, I think she went on to another job. 
We didn't go on for that much longer, but she did. So, and I'm glad, I'm happy for her because why not, right? But the story is this. This is where I'm bringing it back to business and communications. I think you see the parallel, right? When you feel like your work is utilizing you and you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, there's a veil overlaying you of it's a cloudy darkness and you do communicate that whether you think you do or not people could smell across a football field when you've checked out and or when you're getting ready to check out or when you're smelling that you know that exit sign kind of thing so Here's where I'm going with this. Am I saying to, you know, leave, leave your work because you're, you're feeling like the work is utilizing you? Absolutely not. I'm not even suggesting it unless you must. I'm not going there. Where I am going, though, is, is, is here. If you must stay where you are at the job, you need to change your relationship to it. So you're, so you're utilizing it more as opposed to feeling used by it. Changing your relationship to your work will help you change your relationship to yourself, which helps you change or at least heighten in a productive way how you communicate to your colleagues, how you communicate at work. It doesn't matter, people, if you're doing a presentation or you're just having a one-on-one meeting or a phone call. When you're at the what I call the other end of that 50-yard line, and that other end uh, represents, I'm feeling used, no light at the end of the tunnel, the messages are deafening that are sent, even if you think you're not sending them. And once that happens, you in the eyes of the world around you, you've likely have plateaued. And once you have plateaued, see, plateauing usually is a state of mind. It's a state of, and once it's a state of mind, it it comes out in communication. And if you don't want to plateau and then be on a diminished return, change, challenge yourself. How could you change your relationship to your work, to your career, to where you are in the moment or exit, right? But if you must be there, how could you do it in a way where it is exciting for you, where you feel jazzed by it? Really jazzed. That's where this is aiming today. So that's the challenge. I am excited to uh, share this with you. I hope it was helpful. And let's share some dialogue on this in, on the thread below. Until next time, this is Anthony Vincent Bova. Have a wonderful day. You've just listened to Empowering the Communicator, hosted by Anthony Vincent Bova. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please like and subscribe to this channel on your preferred podcast platform. And to know more about Anthony and his coaching, please visit edgeworksoftskills.com.